everyone, I'm Abby. And I'm Caitlin. And we are two millennials who are taking our stance on insurance with a fun twist of pop culture. We work with clients to assess and lower their total cost of risk. And we're chicks! Hello, it's Caitlin and Abby back for our next episode of the Risky Chicks podcast. Today, we are going to discuss homeowners policies. There's three types we're going to cover and the three main ones that we kind of hear about every day. There's more than that, but the ones that we wanted to focus on and talk about that might pertain to our listeners and our age group the most are when you're buying a home, when you're renting, and when you purchase a condo. So, Abby, what do we start with first? So, we did our Ask Around segment. Um, I... Asked my fiance um, the first question we had lined up: Are all homeowners' policies the same? And I also I texted him in all caps: Don't Google them because I know <laughs> we have the issue. We can tell when someone Google's them, but and I honestly don't even know if he Googled this or not. I'm like still skeptic of it, but he said no because homeowners' policies can vary in cost and coverage and the amount of properties, items in the prop- property, etc. Good so, answer, Nick. Yeah. I don't. Th- I feel like that's not a Google type answer. He's smart. How fast did he respond? Let me get the time receipts. Okay, so I sent it at nine forty, and he answered at nine forty one. So he definitely didn't Google it. No, we'll give him points for that. Okay. <laughs> All right, Nick, you win. You win. And then um, something that Caitlin and I have been talking about a lot when we were prepping for our episode is. Um, we are huge fans of Selling Sunset. Uh, I binge watched the last season within like. A couple hours. Like the whole thing in one sitting, no complaints about it. Um, But it's funny, Caitlin and I got on the topic of talking about what our must-haves and what our deal breakers are with the house. So that was our other question that we decided to ask of what is the number one item you want in your dream home? Um, I I quoted it with like unlimited budget. So literally anything. And Nick said a pool. (laughs) Just a pool. You know what? I respect that because I kind of feel the same way, but like... I think I need to think bigger picture, too. So, anyways, Abby and I were sitting in, like, the middle of our office yesterday talking about this. So, we're going to go with what Ted Gibson said as his answer, which was a golf simulator. Yeah, that's something, like, so out there that I think a lot of people wouldn't think. Like, I know that if I said to Nick, I was like, oh, my God, what about a golf simulator? He'd be like, oh, my God, yeah, absolutely that. Yeah, yep, for sure. It's a great budget, one. Yeah. It's a good I feel one. like so many, a lot of homes these days just, like, come with pools. But homes don't just come with a golf simulator, you know? So. True, true. All right, good questions to kick off the episode. We are going to start discussing some opportunities in the process of when you might want to start thinking about insurance when you're purchasing a home, yeah. whether it's the first time or you currently own a home and you're looking to buy a new one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with that. And that is an HO3. And that is the policy name for when you purchase a home. So... I'm looking to buy a house. I see a house I like, right? Put an offer in. The offer gets accepted. What do I do next in terms of insurance? Even before the offer, if you reach out to your agent or us at Delane Gibson, we can kind of help you analyze the property and see what risks might appear from what we see. And we we work with the risks every day. So we might see something or think of something that you might not even have thought of, like flood or if it's near a stream, if it's coastal. Mm -hmm. Those are just some examples of what we 
have an eye for and things that we can advise on, which gives you more time to really think about the property and make sure it's it's covered correctly. Other like risk management items we could look out for is the age of the home, age of the utilities, the roof, electric, plumbing, and heating. Um, so yeah, I think your best risk management case scenario is to maybe involve your agent in the process while you're looking at the home or before you put the offer on it and stuff like that. One big thing that we've heard a lot recently and seen a lot recently is people doing new construction on their homes. I feel like this is like came from Cover. Everyone's like, I want to have this in my house. I want to mm-hmm. add this to my home. I don't want to move. I just well, want to yeah. add to it. Because we're stuck in the house. Then you think of all these things that yeah. <laughs> would make quarantine that much better. <laughs> so terminology and three words to look out for when you're hiring a contractor is waiver of subrogation. And this puts all of the risk back on the homeowner and their insurance policy. Right. So to clarify that, we reach out to us and we can talk you through that more. And basically when work is happening, that is when you're more likely to have a claim. So making sure you're covered properly and understanding everything with the contractor is really important. Yeah. Disclaimer, we don't do contracts. We are not lawyers, but we can understand the waiver of subrogation and explain it to you Mm -hmm. in a way that makes sense. So if you see that in a contract, we can kind of help you out with that verbiage. Yes. Since we're talking about homes, Abby and I are going to talk about our must-haves and some deal breakers that we think are funny or that we've seen on the show. But what's funny is like comparing it to the show and they're buying like $20 million homes. Like when you were like, oh, what's your must-have? I'm like, I want a washer and dryer in unit. Which is what Abby (laughs) and I look for in our like digging apartments. Yeah, or like I want a parking spot. Like that's like my kind of must-haves only because I don't have... 20 million to drop on like a coastal California like Sunset Boulevard home but like that was just so funny. Oh you don't? Unfortunately not. Maybe one day a girl can dream. Maybe I'll win the lottery tomorrow. That would be nice. (laughs) Um, My must have that's a top that I would have if I bought a $20 million mansion is a shoe closet. You would, you totally need, you need like a sneaker closet. Like one for specifically sneakers and then one for your like fun shoes. But like I don't have fun shoes. Like, my fun shoes are sneakers. So it's just a sneaker closet, basically. Like, I have to borrow heels from Abby for Christmas. Because she's borrowing. Yeah, she's literally coming over tonight so she can try on heels for Christmas, a Christmas party. So, even Maybe. if we're after Christmas when this gets posted, I had to borrow heels from Abby for Christmas. Every year, every year. <laughs> even no, the a, shoe, a shoe closet would be clutch. I think for me, just like a like a massive closet in general. You know, like I watch The Real Housewives. I see their closets that are the size of my entire apartment. The size of my, like, house I grew up in, basically. So I just think that would be a dream for me. And an in-unit washer and dryer and a parking spot. <laughs> One thing I've seen that's awesome is two ovens, two dishwashers. Like, how they double everything up in it. Yeah. It's great. Or, like, the giant, like, range stove. Like, yeah. the eight-burner stove. <laughs> A grill. Well, that's something Nick also said he would want is like an eight burner stove. And I remember I told that to my mom and she's like, Nick, you're not running a a restaurant in your own (laughs) kitchen. So, but that was funny. That's so funny. Okay. So deal breakers. One thing I just find hilarious just because it's California in the show is obstructed views. (laughs) Yeah. Like God forbid, right? 
Like that the episode when they had to get the 30-foot balloon on a string, and if they could see the top of the balloon, the guy wasn't going to buy the house. When I watched that episode, I'm like, that is a genius idea. Genius. Yeah. Absolutely That was like genius. a really good, I was like, wow, they really like sold this guy on that house with that. Yeah, he bought it on point. Yeah. So that was, that was good. That worked out well. Deal breakers from, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I can have a deal breaker. If I'm buying a $30 million home, there's no deal breakers. No. Like, what could go wrong with that? One guy, I think, said, I think it's one of, like, the new Marvel characters was on this season. Um, His deal breaker was if it didn't have a basketball court or, like, an outdoor, like, sports court. Yes, I did see that, yeah. Yep, I saw that one. I'm like, same. Same. I need to have that mindset. If this place doesn't have my own sports court, I'm not buying the damn house. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the one that had the 12-car garage, like, underneath it? That stresses me out. Like, how, what are you going to do with 12 cars? Wasn't it on, You can like, only the, drive one at a time. But isn't that... Wasn't it on, like, the the rotating... Was it? Like, you pull up and it, like, spins. Oh, like, yeah. on, like, the rotator. Like, that's next-level money, I feel like. Okay, well, Abby and I have our dream homes, obviously, but... I definitely st- gotta think more. I need to think about, like, my, like, unlimited budget dreams. Okay. Oh, my... Wait, what did Ryan say he wanted? He didn't say anything. Oh, heated floors? Uh, heated floors. That's what he said. That's sick. Yeah. I want heated bathroom floors, specifically. That's Did you amazing. know that there is a thing, a heated driveway you yes. can get? Melts the snow. Melts the snow, so you never have to shovel again. I just heard this, like, yesterday for the first time. Yep. If I'm in the Northeast, that's a goal for sure. I know. Might not need that in California, but... No, but definitely, like, Boston, New England winters. Like, I I live in Boston. I pay a lot for a parking spot, you know, like a garage-covered parking spot. And the second we get any kind of snow, I'm like, that money is so worth it. I'm (laughs) glad I have that. But... Here I am stuck on the street digging out my car. I know. I... Oh, well. I feel for you. So those are our top things that we would want in our $30 million homes that we'll probably never purchase. Yep. Maybe one day. But in reality, Abby and I are stuck in our little apartments in Brookline and Brighton. So we're going to go through (laughs) next. Yes. Things to be aware of when you rent, which is an HO4. And the number one thing is you need to value your stuff. So yep. anything that is inside of it. So the example that we have. Yeah, we have some good examples of possible situations you could run into. Yes. So think of your apartment being on the basement floor like Nick's was and it gets flooded. Mm-hmm. We did do another episode on this. Yeah. Um, with more details on that whole flooding situation. Yeah, but Nick's apartment, he was in the basement. It got flooded. What I helped him do was we had to go through each individual item that got ruined in this flood. Um, We made an Excel spreadsheet, priced it all out, added up the total, and that was basically, you know, a portion of the check that Nick got to replace his valuables. That's what would be covered under your HO4. Yes, and the one thing that comes with that, that luckily Nick didn't have to experience his loss of use, so if Nick needed to get a hotel room... Any additional costs from being displaced or put in a hotel for the Mm -hmm. period of time would be covered by this policy. So that's something important to think about. You never, ever want this to happen, but it does happen. And we've seen somebody that had a fire in their friends, the smoke ruined everything in it, and they couldn't live in it. That smell is like impossible to get out. So they were displaced and they didn't have insurance and they basically had to couch surf. 
for a long time. So it's worth that extra hundred bucks, basically. Yeah, it's not breaking the bank, Mm-mm. but the loss could break the bank, especially for somebody at Abby and I's age that's just moving out of the house recently, just trying to like make sure we're balancing life and expenses. <laughs> it's it doesn't break the bank. I'd rather spend fifteen like, dollars like a month skimming the surface yeah. of just like surviving yeah. here. <laughs> Like, I'd rather go grocery shopping than have to, like, couch surf. So yeah. I'd rather just pay the $15 a month or whatever Nick it may be. Nick got lucky because his parents live, like, just a couple towns over. But, you know, God forbid he was living in, like, a different state. Yeah, exactly. And that was pre-COVID, so we were working in offices. So yeah, there, he was the work-from-home option from wasn't home, really yeah. a thing yet. But the next level of homeowner's policies that we would like to talk about is called an HO6, and that is when you have a condo. It's the same idea as an HO4, which we discussed before, but one thing um, that we have to be careful of or cognizant and aware of with a condo is that there's master condo documents that need to be reviewed by us to make sure that everything's set up appropriately, you're covered for things that need to make up for, I don't know, holes in the master Mm -hmm. condo documents, etc. So... Make sure you send us those and communicate that it's a condo versus a home. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of more must-haves. I feel like this would be like an easy thing for me to come up with. Oh, I know. A standalone ice maker. Like, oh my god, did you see the, the nugget ice maker that they have on Amazon yeah. that people freak out about? But like, there's ones that are like fridges that you can open and it's just straight up ice. <sighs> that's what I need. Like, that's, so that's what I need one. to like, you know, drink my... Diet Coke's on. <laughs> Fresh ice. What if we had a fountain soda machine? Oh my god, we should say that to Chip and Ted. Yeah. Instead of the cold brew, let's get... Let's get Diet Coke on tap <laughs> from McDonald's Diet specifically. Coke on tap. <laughs> I will lit- As if my ish- my problem with Diet Coke like wasn't enough of a problem, <laughs> that would take it to the next level. Abby and I are going to go get a Diet Coke. We'll be back for the next episode. Yep. Still working on what that's going to be. But stay tuned. It'll be a good one. Thanks for listening.